Did you know you can now register for the 7th Annual Osmosis Con taking place October 10th to the 12th, 2021 at the Bahia Resort Hotel San Diego? We have exciting news. You'll now be able to attend the renowned event in person in San Diego or virtually through our dynamic online community. Cynthia Hetherington and the HG Group consistently delivers the best training at this open source intelligence skills building conference and this year is no exception. You can learn more at osmosiscon.com. I want to talk to everybody today about scopenow.com. Scopenow has been a big time sponsor of this program for quite some time. And I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers and it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information, I think is one of the best points of how Scope Now can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you, you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly, which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research, uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts. So you have uh, particular people that you're looking at, you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version three, it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know, having that relationship you know, analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll, you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports and put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So. Check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox, along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, you need to make sure that ScopeNow is a part of that suite. ScopeNow.com. Are you an investigative professional? Have you heard about the investigatorstoolbox.com? Check out this exclusive online community for networking, learning, and data resource management. The Toolbox is a one-stop shop for all your investigative needs. Check out our robust collection of forums, our comprehensive learning page, and our expansive library of OSINT research tools. We've just released an app for both iOS and Android, so you can access the site seamlessly right off your phone. We have also partnered with some amazing companies like Crosstracks, Delpoint, IRB, ScopeNow, The Hetherington Group, PI Magazine, PI Gear, Merlin Locate Services, Paravin, the PI Institute of Education, and so many more. They're offering over $1,250 worth of discounts and benefits exclusively to community members today. Use code PIP201836 and save 10% on your membership. 
That's www.investigators-toolbox.com. Welcome to Osmosis Quick Hits on PI Perspectives. We're going to take the next few weeks to highlight some of the speakers at the 2021 conference in San Diego, California. This week, we welcome Kevin Hendricks. Kevin has extensive task force law enforcement experience. His track for the conference is he's a published author with the FBI Law Enforcement Bulletin and is currently working as an instructor for street cop training teaching a class for law enforcement on dark web and cybercrime investigations. Kevin's teaching about creating digital ghosts and synthetic identities. Let's join Kevin and our host, private investigator, Matt Spare. Welcome everybody to this edition of PI Perspective Quick Hits. We are focusing in on the 2021 Osmosis Conference. Today, we're joined by one of our speakers, Mr. Kevin Hendricks. Uh, Kevin, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you? Oh, good. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, pleasure to be here. So uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulties with video, so I apologize to the listeners, but uh, we figured out a way to get it done. And uh, what's most important is the content and what we're talking about. Before we, we jump into your track and what you're going to be uh, teaching about at, at Osmosis, I just want to do a brief 35,000 feet overview uh, of who you are and what you do. Um, you work for New Jersey Law Enforcement, 14-year veteran uh, in law enforcement, and along the way, you've done some task force work with some various federal government agencies uh, working with combating cybercrime and things like that. So is that a good overview or is there anything else you want to add in on that? I would say I'm closer to 15 now than 14, but yes, that was a uh, wonderful overview of my career. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, congratulations almost on 15 years. (laughs) Way to go. Thank you. I I appreciate it. Five more to go and you can start thinking about what (laughs) what you're doing afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, one, one, one eye on the future, right? Exactly, exactly. So with that being said, actually, uh, before we jump into your topic, um, so Osmosis, uh, you and I talked before we jumped on, you, you actually haven't attended one yet. You meant to two years ago, but uh, couldn't, couldn't get there in time and get things uh, uh, figured out. So I, I'm actually excited to meet you in person, and I know you're going to be blessed by, uh, by attending because it is such an amazing event. So how did you first hear about Osmosis? So I had attended a training with the Heathering Group, Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of got acquainted to the, uh, you know, the webinars and and, uh, the in-person training when it was still available uh, before the COVID augmentation of life. You know, when Cynthia was putting out about OsmosisCon and and how it's a, a great consortium of, of like-minded individuals in both the private sector and law enforcement, you know, meeting together and discussing really what's the topics and the trends and future trends that might be around. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to, to get involved. And I've had uh, this, I guess, this presentation that I'm going to be presenting on at OsmosisCon. I've had it, uh, I guess, in the works probably for the past two years uh, based right. on tradecraft that I kind of implemented myself with some R and D and I uh, have taught on it before to other federal agencies. I am uh, an instructor with a law enforcement training company where I, uh, I touch on this subject as well. So I think anybody that's going to be attending the conference, um, they're, they're really going to be blown away by what I can show them and uh, just how easy it is to, to do what, what I do and how scary it is in the same respect. Yeah, 
Uh, that, that's amazing. So the title of, of the track that you're teaching is uh, Creating Digital Ghosts and Synthetic Identities. Yes. What the heck is a digital ghost? So believe it or not, there's actually multiple meanings to both of those terms. You might see something about digital ghosts on the uh, more of the cyber network uh, defense side. Um, for the sake of my presentation, digital ghosts and synthetic identities are creating a believable uh, persona that does not exist. And this has been going on for years. You know, there's shows like Catfish and stuff dedicated right. to to what I do. Um, in the same respect, synthetic identities in the fraud field, you know, these are, these are people that are taking PII, personal identifying information uh, from, you know, the dark net or something like that and trying to use that to create lines of credit and things of that nature. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, nothing in my presentation is illegal. Right. Um, pretty much the way that I am presenting on it's utilizing uh, social media and, and I, I don't go very deep into that. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about creating a believable person on social media, more or less uh, what I'm dealing with is having a, I guess, a way to communicate utilizing readily available voice over IP services with somebody that you're investigating or a target or something of that nature. The techniques that I utilize, how to do that, ways to protect yourself when you're doing it, and ways to backstop yourself where maybe if this is some sort of counterintelligence operation or something that is higher level, if the adversary on the other end or your target has the ability and the wherewithal to start digging back to look who the other person is, who you are on the other end, trying to figure out who you are <laughs> Gotta have in backstory. the real world. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is pretty much a, uh, a very good way to protect yourself in that regard. And I talk well, I shouldn't say I talk, but my presentation is pretty much on Android emulation, software that is available uh, for free to yeah. download, yeah. and how you can utilize that as a means to um, exploit uh, voice over IP services, as well as well-known end-to-end encryption apps. Sure. And sure. Uh, my, my uh, I've espoused this for a while. Uh, is the integrity of the evidence that you're going to be able to get, uh, whether it's screen captures, whether it's real-time video, so on and so forth, it's phenomenal. And if you are in the law enforcement field or uh, an investigator that maybe works with law enforcement, the stuff that you'll be able to, and I shouldn't say stuff, the evidence that you'll be able to gather and present if it ever has to go to a, trial setting or even if you have to go before a grand jury right it is well uh i should say it is very very well put together (laughs) so let me ask you a question then Uh, i mean i mean i'm hearing this and this is like social engineering to the next level right um i would yeah i would i would say that you know because literally you're, you're creating this this persona right um how do you avoid um any accusations of of entrapment Right. How do you like not go over the line there? And, and do you face that kind of backlash when you're doing this kind of stuff? Well, I would say that that's more or less what you're doing once you have created this persona. Right. If, um, you know, if you're making somebody convincing somebody to commit a crime using this persona, obviously you're uh, you're going beyond uh, 
the realm of of uh, what you should be doing as a, an investigator to begin with. Right. Um, for things like this, this would more or less be directed towards um, you know being able to comfortably communicate with a target. One of the things that you run into, and I, I mean you as in the sense of whether you're a law enforcement investigator, uh, whether you're a private investigator, uh, depending on the nature of your investigation, is to actually get this person to, to communicate with you. Right. Um, given the fact that end-to-end encryption apps are on the rise, a lot more people are comfortable talking on these apps because they feel not only is there some anonymity there, but they also feel like, you know, uh, the big brother can't really intercept these chats and things of that nature. Yeah, and some of these apps have, <laughs> pardon me? If it's a Chinese app, <laughs> I mean, all bets are off. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, 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 do, I do talk about that as well, but um, yeah. in the sense where they're more comfortable talking on these app, apps because there's also protocol that are built into them where they get notified if their screen captures. That's pretty So amazing. that would be you take, yeah. yeah, and using Android emulation software or your own screen recording software, you can mitigate that uh, the protocol that your phone basically does when you take a screen capture and it notifies via the app that a screen capture's been made. You could completely mitigate that for right. evidentiary purposes and have everything saved. And um, th- for the entrapment side, you know, or something like that, I, I've never run into an issue. Um, more or less the main issues that, that, that arise with cases like this is using somebody else's, uh, I guess, identity or something like that without their permission. Sure. You know, when you start to do something like that, where historically in law enforcement, you know, when they were building fake social media profiles, it was always, you know, somebody maybe in the real world, maybe just take some pictures off of, you know, a site like, uh, photo bucket or I'm probably dating myself with that, but, and then you, uh, you put it online and then it's like, Oh, this is me. Maybe I'm a very pretty woman. And, uh, I know the target will want to talk to me if I'm a very pretty woman for this. It's a, I, I will show techniques to completely, uh, completely mitigate something like that. And in the same respect, you know, with, uh, the Facebooks and the, uh, the Instagrams, the, the, uh, well, I should say Facebook and Instagram because they're the same company, um, a way to, uh, circumvent their algorithms to detect that you are a fake person, because for one of the apps I talk about text now, uh, you're able to log into text now with a Facebook profile. If your profile gets flagged by Facebook as not being real, uh, you're going to have some issues being able to log into text now through, through Facebook. Right. So um, th- there's, there's a lot that gets covered. I think in the, you know, the 60 minute or to 90 minute window I have to, to do my presentation. Uh, I feel a lot of people are firstly going to be blown away by yeah, what's out there and how you can do cool this stuff. Definitely. And the, uh, the second thing that they're uh, really going to take away from it is um, you know, the confidence that they could successfully do it and uh, hopefully not only help, you know, law enforcement, my, my, uh, my fellow law enforcement investigators out there, but you know, those who are also on the, the good side uh, in the private sector to, uh, to do their, you know, whether it's private investigations or things like that. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the mistakes that, Folks that try and do this research or get into this, what do you think some of the some of the technical mistakes that they make trying to do this stuff? 
Yeah, the, the first, the, the biggest technical mistake I could say from a standpoint is utilizing an image of somebody and you just pulled it off of somewhere. The platforms out there that now use artificial intelligence to look through photos that are readily available, right. that you don't have to be law enforcement for, it's, it's phenomenal. And for me as an investigator, I could tell really, really quick, you know, if somebody is using a photo or presenting themselves with a photo that does not belong to them. <laughs> so that is, uh, you know, especially as in, in the, the realm of cyber where you would tend to believe the person on that you're investigating has a skill set. Uh, it's very quick for people to find out that you are not who you say you are, if they yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, these techniques, I mean, specifically, I show how you could quintessentially be communicating on uh, two different programs using two different end-to-end encryption apps or using the same app at once uh, to a target in a chat group or make it look like you're multiple people. Right. And for me, um, if I were investigating somebody, I wouldn't think that they have that level of tradecraft to do that. And uh, using... Uh, one of the websites that I talk about to download a photo, um, you know, taking that photo and then putting him into applications that exist with, you know, we know them as quote unquote deep fakes now, uh, software that will basically take that photo and put it in another instance or another photo out there where, you know, that's going to actually help me because if I just have a blanket Facebook profile picture, right. Facebook's probably just going to look at my account and maybe they'll shut it down, think I'm not a real person. But if I start uploading these photos from these apps of maybe that picture in different instances, uh, I think it's going to, uh, it's not only going to circumvent the, uh, the protocols that Facebook has in place about getting rid of fake profiles, but it's also going to help me in the event that my target starts to do their own research on me. Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's really, it's a race, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty, and pretty it, that's what, you know, the common mistakes that I see and I've, I've talked, you know, I've been in law, you know, I'm not trying to sound like a seasoned veteran per se, but the time that I've been in law enforcement, uh, you know, especially when it, it comes to maybe going undercover quote unquote on social media or other platforms is the, the techniques are so arcane. It's, it's like, anybody and their mother could probably figure out really quick if they're talking to a cop. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm being very honest there. It's definitely a wild West. I would say, yes, there's that you you can figure that out, but also technology is continuing to change and change and change. I mean, you're saying you're not a veteran, but I think you've been doing this long enough that, that the things you have access to today and the things that you can do today through these tools uh, is much different than let's say even five years ago. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah, it's only getting better too, which is uh, which is crazy. Uh, it, it's so interesting because it's it really is a, a, a mix of technology and psychology. I think you know when you when you're trying to create yeah. these profiles and 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 just you know that whole backstory aspect to it. Um, I interviewed John Pizarro last year, who was a, one of the presenters for Osmosis. Yeah, uh, and you know that whole you know, building that, that, the whole backstory to create that level of comfort. That was one of the things that we had talked about and and being able to um, engineer, you know, having that social 
engineering of comfort level. That, that fascinates me. I mean, to this day, I, I recall my conversation with him last year and his teaching was amazing. Uh, it, it's all, uh, all really good stuff. Really, uh, really, really yeah. fascinating. Um, so what do you see coming yeah, down, the, yeah. down the pipe in the future for, for this niche uh, research here? Well, I believe it or not, I believe it's actually going to become harder to do what I do um, because the specifically with voice over IP services and, uh, you know, email accounts and social media um, that want to get linked to a phone, they're quickly starting to prevent you from being able to do some sort of authentication with a voice over IP phone. So um, that's probably going to be one of the downsides in the sense where what I present on might not be, uh, you might not be able to do it the certain way that I do it uh, because within a week or two, a new rollout happens, uh, a new update for the app. And then all of a sudden it won't let you use a voice over IP number for two factor authentication or, uh, or verification uh, when you're setting up an account. So that's always something that I have to keep in mind. Um, Since I started presenting on uh, utilization of Android, emulation software uh, for cases involving, you know, voice over IP apps and, and uh, end-to-end encryption apps. Uh, the game has changed significantly where now one of the apps that I use uh, and I present on it in, uh, in my presentation, one of the apps that I used to use uh, is no longer, uh, you're no longer able to register it the way that I, I did right. the, the way that I uh, originally used to do it. So I had a, how to augment my presentation too. Yeah. I think uh, I that's why keep up with the times. Yeah. That, that's why you have to attend events like osmosis, right? Because as things change, like this is the meeting of the minds, right? This is, you know, the who's who in, in the industry that are talking about these trends and things that are, that are changing and challenges and, and, Oh, I had a problem solving this. Oh, I had the same problem. This is how we solved it. Like that kind of stuff, that kind of networking, it's so, so important. And I, I'm excited for you, you know, to have your first opportunity to be live in person uh, for that because you, you don't give it justice describing it, how cool it is when you're there and you're having those types of conversations. So I'm, I'm uh, really excited. Oh yeah. I'm for the program. very, very excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we're going to wind down here. I appreciate you, you coming on and uh uh, you know, talking about what you're going to talk about. But before we do that, I got a couple more questions. Um, what do you hope to have the uh, students or the, the, the attendees for, uh, for the track here that you're teaching? What do you hope that they're walking away with when you're done with your, you know, I hope that, yeah. So I hope that they, they walk away with um, not only being cognizant of the uh, freeware that is out there to do exactly what I'm doing, but also to have that in the back of their minds, like, Hey, maybe someone else might be doing this to me, (laughs) you know? So it's kind of a, uh, both being, uh, the, uh, I guess taking away the, the trade craft, but also understanding that the trade craft exists and maybe somebody on the opposite end could be doing it to me. And if it were the case, you know, really quickly how to realize that this is likely somebody using this same technique against you. Sure. If they ask you whether or not you invest in Bitcoin, just run, <laughs> run. Yeah. <laughs> run, so, run. um, I, I, yeah, I have, I have, uh, I have some good, um, uh, opinions about cryptocurrencies. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been, uh, investigating, uh, 
you know, cases that touch on them for the past uh, going on seven years. So um, I, I'm not going to give investment advice in that yeah. sense, but uh, <laughs> if uh, I, I don't, I, and I do not talk about, you know, crypto wallets or anything like that sure. uh, in my presentation, but um, you know, if people are interested in it, I'm, I'm willing to, to take their ear for a little bit to talk to them. Sure, sure. That's all good stuff. Um, okay, so final question here. We, we are uh, tapping in on the popularity of, of Disney Plus and Loki, and, and if anybody who watches that knows that uh, there's all these variants of different types of people going around in in the uh, in the episode. So, who do you think your your variant is, and and what do you think they're doing? So, I would say that if I had a variant. Uh, they would probably be uh, a lot more successful than I am. <laughs> and they're probably, uh, they probably uh, thought that, um, you know, 15 years ago, there might be a, uh, a better suited avenue for them to pursue. Sure. Uh, but in the same sense, you know, I, I hope they're still doing, uh, I hope they're still on the right side of the law and, and, and not breaking it. <laughs> exactly. One can only hope. <laughs> Yeah. Good Kevin and bad Kevin. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay. So Kevin Hendricks, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited um, to, to meet you in person and actually to sit on this, this class because I think it's uh, so fascinating. I mean, uh, it's definitely going to be yeah. an eye opener. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure is all mine. And I look forward to seeing you in uh, lovely San Diego. Yeah. And uh, all I could say for people that, uh, you know, are, are, kind of scratching their head about what we just talked about um you know for me to be able to show you in person exactly what i can do and show you what to do it's it's really going to be something that um i have a feeling a lot of attendees are going to be amazed with sure sure okay so folks if you're interested in checking out the information on kevin and the other speakers and and signing up to attend the conference it's www.osmosiscon.com um, you can go and register and, um, you know, come in person. You can do virtual too. They have two different, uh, uh, possibilities for you. So Kevin, uh, thank you once again. And, uh, I guess I'll see you in a couple months. Okay. Thank you, sir. Pleasure has been all mine. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you next week on the next quick hits. What a great and interesting topic to check out. Thanks Kevin for joining the show and giving us a highlight of your track. You can learn more about the event at osmosiscon.com. We also want to thank Scope Now and Investigators Toolbox for sponsoring this episode. Now, have you checked out InvestigatorsToolbox.com yet? Make sure to take a look at this dynamic resource community for the investigative professional. And if you use code PIP201836, you'll save $20 when you join. And you can do just that through the app available on iOS and Android platforms. And if you have a question or a comment about the show, just email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. And you can find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back Monday with a regular show. So make sure to tune in and stay safe out there.